Welcome to another episode of Jackman Radio. I am so excited tonight. We are joined by the hosts of Beach Boys Talk, Matt and Greg. Uh, great podcast, Facebook Live, YouTube stream that they have. And uh, they are fellow Beach Boys fanatics like Eric and I. And uh, very excited to have you guys. How are you doing tonight? Awesome. Doing We're well. So Thanks for having us. Honored to be, flattered yeah. to be here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, uh, you know, these guys, uh, for our audience who's maybe not familiar, obviously our audience knows Eric and I are huge Beach Boys fans. We try to sneak it into other streams. But, um, you know, these guys, they're just, it's be all Beach Boys all the time. And when I'm having a bad day, you know, on Tuesdays uh, and I want to hear some good music or learn some stuff about the Beach Boys or just to see two dudes who are roughly my age talking about a, one of my top three favorite bands of all time. I tune into uh, Beach Boys Talk. So uh, how did you guys get going on that? Like, where, where where did the love and the affinity for the Beach Boys come from? Hey, guys, sorry. I'm, I'm sharing that. I'm sharing it on our pages. So I'll let Matt answer that real quick. Yeah. I'm going to share the stream. Um, you know, when I was younger, they still had uh, on radio stations, you know, they, they had like the oldies channel. You know, you don't really have those anymore. I guess 80 songs are oldies now. But yeah. and I and I remember hearing the Beach Boys, I think. It was Little Deuce Coop or something like that. And I just really liked it. And my father was like, you like that stuff? He's always a, a big Four Seasons and Dion fan. Didn't like the beach. He's an East Coast guy, you know. And um, But my father was really good at, you know, if we had an interest like that, um, you know, bringing it to us. So after that, I started buying some of their, their albums. Uh, they, they'd give, they were the cassette tapes at the time, you know, and then they'd give me the cassette tapes. And I just always grew up with the Beach Boys. Kokomo, I remember, was popular when I was real little. Um, and then um, the thing that kind of got me really back into the rabbit hole where we, Greg and I kind of are now was the, the box set, the Good Vibrations box set that came out in the 90s. Um, and then, you know, I went to college. Greg was younger than me, but Greg got really into the, the smile, all the smile stuff and the bootlegs and all that. And we were I was home on a break one time and I started listening to it. And I was like, wow. And ever since then, it's just it's really been there to me. They're the best, uh, their music, just, there's so much involved in it. It's layered a lot. And, um, but that's kind of my journey. I started as a, you know, casual fan, liking their, their songs on the radio, but then you realize, wow, they have, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I'd like to say, you know, with the beach boys. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. I was, I was just going to say really quick. I really agree with the assessment that they are America's band. I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there really quick. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, yeah. what were you going to say? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. My guys, uh, I'm in a couple, I'm in some bands and stuff. And, and like a lot of the conversation that always ruffles my feathers is who is the, who is America's greatest band. And, you know, the Eagles are always up there and CCR, you know, that, that kind of thing. So it's a, that's a fun conversation to have, but uh, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't have to say much because basically Matt was the reason I like just about anything in my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm every, everything I like is just, you know, big brother thing where it's like, man, he likes this. It's cool. I'm into it. And, he brought home that box set. Do you guys remember that box set in 93, the, the uh, 30 years of good vibrations? I think the, so. Was that before they did that like American stars and stripes album where they, they did re redid a lot of their songs or it would have, yeah, it would have yeah, been before that. It was a box set that they put out and it just, man, I remember, I, I, I'm pretty sure Mike, the Keneally's had that. I do remember. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. They had it on our tape. Cousins, I think it like, it like a surfboard on the front kind of yeah, like, but brown, like Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So got in and then it, you know, the rest, the rest is history, but it's just, it's great music, man. It's uh, you know, as, as we all kind of make our way through life, there are some constants that keep coming back and you know, it's a good thing if it, that's the case. Right. So 
there have been times where you stop listening to the Beach Boys, but then you just come back again. You're like, damn, this is just awesome music, man. It's it's great for every occasion, every every emotion. It's 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 awesome. We love it. We really do. Yeah, one of the things I I like to say about that, and Greg kind of mentioned it, they really do have music for any mood, and maybe other bands do too, but. With the Beach sure. Boys, it, it fits it perfectly for me that I don't need to go anywhere else. You know, if I need a, a sad song, they got the sad songs. You know, you need a, a, a picker upper, you know, a crank up, do it again or something, you know. And uh, so they just, they, I never, I, this is the honest truth, I never get bored of listening to them. It's just, yeah. I always hear something, you know. And a big, a big piece of that, guys, and you know this, is the Beach Boys are almost, you could, you could almost, uh, like classify them into like eight different bands, right? Because there's like the early surf band, right? The surf rock. And then, then there's this, then there's like their, their 64 era where they're kind of at the top of their game. Then they have the pre pet sounds band where they're getting into bigger production stuff. And then pet Breaking sounds through. is like an yeah. era, you know, then there's the late sixties, the lo-fi albums. That's like, they're like a different band in those three albums alone, you know? And then sunflower and surfs up, they sound completely different. Holland, Holland, like it, yeah. if, if you play I Get Around and then you play, uh, you know, Sail on Sail, you're like, there's no way these are the two of the same yeah. bands, you know? It's, it's incredible, really. We're pretty, we're pretty lucky to like this band, you know? Yeah, they really are multifaceted, and, and it's cool. Uh, you mentioned Sail on Sailor. We just went um, July 10th, which which actually was um, <clears throat> the day of my dad's birthday, uh, the, the fellow who really got us into the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, he lived in Ventura, California in the 60s when they were releasing new music. So wow. he not only remembers the Beatles releasing albums as a boy, but he remembers the Beach Boys. And he lived in California for what, Eric, two or three years? He was there from 65 to 68. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. Wow. So that's like, that's right when you want to be there. It's if you're prime at time, the Beach yeah. Boys. <laughs> they're, they're at the height of their powers at that yeah. point. Yeah. So he's so, like starting to get into surfing and, and he remembers all that. He was born in 55. So he would have been, you know, he was like 10. That, at that young age, kind of when we started getting into the Beach Boys and the, and the Beatles, <clears throat> and uh, he bought us a CD uh, when we were probably in eighth grade or ninth grade, and it was um, it was almost like a greatest hits thing. I think it was Sounds of a, Summer, the gold one. Oh yeah, that's a great it, one. It had a new track on it, California Feeling or California. Um, that Brian recorded vocals for probably around two thousand two oh. or three. Do you guys remember that song? Matt, yeah, you? he wrote California. that. Um, California, California. Yeah, he wrote that. And um, there's this. They talk about these Caribou sessions in the mid '70s, and an album never came out of it. But that was one of the songs Brian wrote. And then they made a recording that they were going to put on the Light album in '79, but it, and it didn't come out. But that's kind of that's where that comes from. The genesis of that song. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, guys, real quick. I, I got it. We got to say hi to uh, Matt Taylor Rudkins here and Claire Claire Bears here. So we got to say hi to Claire and Rudkin. Oh. Hey guys! Up on the, yeah, we, yeah, we can put up the chats here. These, oh, oh, these nice. are fans of uh, of you guys, huh? Oh, yeah. and uh, fans fans of the Beach Boys, fans of the Beach Boys. Oh, That's what yeah. they are. Friends of ours, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> awesome. friends of ours. Awesome folks. Well, welcome, 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 Taylor. Hi, Claire. And, hi, Taylor. And Claire. And awesome. Here, yep. Here's a friend of ours, Fire Pixie, hey, a Fire. friend of Jackman Radio. What's up, Fire? How? Wh so, what was the record? What was the music that like hooked you guys? I mean, you, what did your dad bring home that you were like, oh, this is it? It was so for the Beach Boys. My earliest memories of becoming very obsessed with them uh, was the song "Surfer Girl," uh, the song "Don't Worry Baby," mm. and uh, "In My Room." Those three oh. songs. Can't it was Brian. It was, it was it was Brian was my portal into the Beach Boys, and, and not shocked. I later on really be, 
was able to appreciate Mike Love, you know, because, you know, there's narratives. I mean, Mike, in the whole story of heroes and villains, people like to portray Mike as the villain. I don't think it's always that simple. Yeah, no, but yeah. uh, Brian was was my my portal in. And I was just like obsessed with Brian Wilson as a high schooler. Like, I just couldn't <laughs> believe, you know, like this. I mean, how old was he when he when he really started writing these songs? 20, 21, 22? Like when you think about it? Yeah, Pet, yeah, Sounds, yeah, yeah. Came out, Pet Sounds came out when he was 23. 20, I mean, 23, think about yeah. it. it was like his 10th or 11th album already. It's insane. Yeah. Absolutely. He's so renowned. And, and yeah. It's already a veteran. He was already yeah. sick of touring by insane. the time he was like 25. Think, of, think about yeah. how stupid I was at 23 when I was doing it. I was just like, I don't even want <laughs> yeah, to really, It but really is depressing. It's Brian depressing. Wilson. But I, t- yeah. I tell people, you guys would agree with this. I tell people that I... Maybe this is hubris. I don't think it's hubris. I put Brian Wilson in the same category as the great composers of of mm-hmm. our of the, the all time. You know, Beethoven, Bach, Handel, Mozart. Like Brian Wilson is is a modern day Mozart mm. in, in his composition. In his his, I just I don't know. He he had he said a thing one time. He's like I, he's like I don't really know where the music comes from. I just close my eyes. And it comes to me, and I just—I'm a scribe. I'm a cosmic scribe. Yeah, I think, I think Brian Wilson is a cosmic scribe. I like you know? cosmic scribe. Awesome. Yeah, and I like, like it. How can you? How can you explain where that comes from? I don't—I don't have an answer for it. I just, yeah, whatever it is, Brian Wilson had it, and um, yeah, it, it, we, it, it, it hits you, man. It hits you. Didn't he call Pet Sounds a pocket symphony to God or no? Good vibrations, right? Yeah, the, the, the song. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. um last night on our show we had on author uh, David Leaf. And he's got that book, you know, he added to it, the God Only Knows, Brian Wilson, The Beach Boys, California Myth. And in that book, if you should pick it up. It's really good. But there's a lot of that kind of stuff in there where Brian talks about how he just, something just comes to him. And they'd say he would yeah. just sit down and didn't really write a song organically like, okay, I'm going to try this chord and this chord. It was more like, oh, I got an idea. And then he sits down, you know, so it's like what you were saying about the cosmic thing. It's just, yeah, not everybody has a gift like that, you know, for sure. Yeah, it's and when you um, and I think even Brian said this about Love and Mercy, where Paul Dano played him in the younger version and John Cusack played the older version. They said it was very accurate, and you watch that, and it's just there's something coming through Brian Wilson, and um, it, we're we're lucky that we existed at the same time that he did, and our lives uh, you know crossed paths when he was making music, and. Um, for me, one of the one of the earlier songs, um, I can hear music. Carl Wilson singing, I can hear music, is uh, that that's like otherworldly when that comes through the first few bars of that song. And well, don't tell Eric. Don't tell Matt that Eric. <laughs> Matt, Matt hates Brian, Carl's vocal on that, and I don't, I don't understand it oh, at all. Wow, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't hate it. it, it here's it's okay the thing. if you do throw shade. Don't be afraid to throw shade. No, well, Greg, we can, Greg we can likes to hyperbolize everything. I don't hate Heck it. I just <laughs> okay. First of all, first of all, content. Okay. Second of all, it's true. I'm not. When There's he no comes hype. in, when he comes in at the beginning, this is the way. That part's good. The part I don't like is the I close my eyes and hear. It's it just sounds too wimpy to me. I've always said that I think Brian, I mean Carl, sang much better in the '80s. I mean, think about when he recorded those songs. He was in his early 20s, you know, and I don't think his his voice was fully matured, developed as a singer. And so when you hear him like at the Nebwer show or those DC concerts, or even keeping the Summer Alive album, whether you like that album or not, his vocals on there. Uh, that's the kind of Carl that I really get into. His early stuff, I'm not, you know, the stuff on 
Wild Honey, I'm not a big fan of either. I just didn't care for his voice that much at that time, if I'm being honest. Wow. So. That's fair. Wow. Well, you make an interesting point, Matt, because I really feel like Carl did come into his own as the leader of the Beach Boys throughout the 80s and definitely into the 90s until he got sick. I mean, he was the leader of the band, I would argue, in the 90s. I mean, yeah. he, he uh, Brian obviously hate, hated touring, and uh, there's this famous story about him having, a, a, I believe, a meltdown on a plane. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, he, he, was re he really just wanted to be in the studio. You know, yep. I think by 60, probably 65, 66, maybe around there. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, because, yeah, Bruce joined uh, during Good Vibrations was the first track or, or or one of the earliest tracks that he played on, right, when he was in the Which studio. But he, but he was meant to go on the road to replace Brian yeah, on bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. But, yeah, the point is I think uh, Brian was really the leader from – the beginning up you could argue up until probably 69 70 yeah, yeah and then you really saw you know like you guys were saying earlier there's like eight different versions of the band or eight different genres or, or styles um that you can really point to um, but i really think you saw carl emerge in the 80s and definitely throughout yeah. the 90s as a leader so maybe that's why you think his vocals and his presence yeah, was maybe more strong it could it could be yeah but i mean um you know, that song, Greg and I like it called Make It Big on Still Cruising. Just listen Make to that vocal big. right there, that vocal Carl has, you know. Uh, so 80s Beach Boys. And yeah. you're right. Brian was the leader, of course, um, but he didn't have, to me, like that kind of leadership. Even in the early 60s, if you watch live stuff, he's he's not a showman, you know. He's not the one that wants to be out front. He defers to Mike, you know. Yeah, the Beach like Boys that. are like a weird – okay, by the way, Fire Pixie, we're going to get you liking the Beach Boys. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, after tonight, Fire Pixie, you're going like, to be like, come on, let's cruise. You know, when Mike goes like this, he, does, yeah, he always does. You, don't, it, yeah. you don't have nearly enough rings, Mike. You need to I don't have any rings. You know, he's kind of like – I know, I know. Oh, you're you missing want, you like – You want this hat, Greg? Seventy nine ninety nine. <laughs> dude your your mic face is actually pretty awesome you got oh, it mike, mike, do some mic love for him mike yeah let's see uh, oh i gotta have a couple more beers that was, a, that was okay. an early okay. teaser but but well, i'll tell you one quick story and i don't mean to cut you off but while i think of it no, do it so, do it so we saw mike and bruce you know with, with with the beach boys in april at hampton beach casino earlier whoa this whoa year. whoa hey easy with the quotes here easy mike i'm mocking the people who don't think that <laughs> There's there's multiple layers to these quotes. Um, <laughs> I'm messing with you. No, I know, and, and I would have, I probably would have been that guy a decade ago. I probably would have, you know. We've been pulled Mike towards Team Mike Love pretty substantially oh, in the last. Yeah, couple there, years. he's on yeah. his. He is his. The purple energy that comes, the the fire that he, the purple undeniable. energy like the Emperor from Star Wars that he fires out of his purple hands. Purple energy is yeah. completely undeniable. He does but, have um, energy. So he's he's on stage, you know, he's doing his thing, like you know, point. He does that thing where he like where he points. Yeah, he points everybody. And, yeah. This guy's like, I want your hat. And, he, and he's like, you want my hat? You couldn't afford that. You know, he just kind of, he just did like a quick, quick oh, aside. Man. He probably would have got one of those no, chips and sold he, it to he him. He said, like, you, want, you want the classic Beach Boys hat? That's very expensive. That's what he said. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Sorry, Greg, you were making a point about. Oh, I don't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, no. Uh, what were you talking, were talking about? I'm glad you mentioned Still Cruising because that's, you know, reviled and panned. I love that yeah. album. I, yeah, we do too. It's out of print too. Is it still out of print? Well, yeah, it's, it's out of it's out of print. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You know, <laughs> the the reason why the the Beach Boys are so are so fun to talk about, and why I think you, why I think it's it's possible to build a show around the band, uh, is because not only do you have so many different eras and different sounds and different versions of the band and throughout the time that you can talk about, but 
to your to what you guys were just talking about, like there are people that like within the same band will hate an album and worship another one for no like it's it's like but but then all of a sudden you'll listen to it and then you'll say, Oh, I don't hate this, I love this, and I hate this other one, you know. And there are people that today, you know, still hate Summer in Paradise, which was one of the last solo albums the Beach Boys studio albums the Beach Boys put out. And it's just you know, it, everybody's got an opinion on on everything, and and you can, and that's what's really fun about about the Beach Boys is you know it's it's all it's all fun to talk about you know, and um, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, like there's just so many different types of people within just the Beach Boys community. You know, it's you'd think right. that everybody loves everything, but it's just not the case. Yeah, you know, there's, and, there's and factions. You know, yeah, Mike Greg Love, and I, Brian, and Greg and I make our our opinions known, but as far as the Brian first mic kind of stuff we we try to stay neutral you know because we all know brian's the you know the music the mind behind all that music but you know without the beach boys touring all those years in the late 60s when they needed money and even today keeping the name alive you need mike love for that and mike love's got uh that killer bass voice and the harmony stack and and some nice leads so it's hard you know i'm not in the camp either to dismiss him and just say you know the beach boys are brian wilson but i'm not on the other side either that you know, Mike loves touring Beach Boys now. Are, well, are it? You know, we're great. We, I've been, I've been to both. I've seen both bands, yeah. and and you take different things out of both of them. You know, Brian yeah, is more. You have nuance. You know, the, yeah. the 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 artsy. It, it's not like a rock concert when you go see him. You know, it's more like you're seeing the creator you're, uh, of the music. It's it's more like an artsy kind of show. But Mike's band plays all the same wow. songs pretty much, but they have that party kind of atmosphere. You know, more like a concert kind of thing. Yeah, and it, what, what's interesting too is you know we're all we're all kind of prisoners of our experiences in that like people that don't like Mike Love, there's a very specific reason they don't like Mike Love or something they watched at a very specific time, and for a lot of people it was you know the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction speech where he just completely Woo. throws up all over himself, right? <laughs> but that is one that's ten minutes of someone's entire life, right? And and you know some people don't like I don't know anybody that doesn't like Brian, but just for example. You know, some people don't like Brian, you know, for, for other reasons. And and, uh, you know, the thing that we've been lucky enough with the show is that we kind of get um, we get the kind of a bigger picture of, of all these folks, you know, um, I think more of a more of a fair, a fair picture. But Mike Love definitely deserves, um, you know, if he was my if he was my brother, I would crack on him all the time. You know, I'd be like, dude, seriously, low cash. Yeah. Like some crap country <laughs> band you're going to, you know. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Get around, I get around. It's like the, the cheesy country. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally here for the branding. For him and Bruce wearing hats that say Beach Boys. I mean, we know, yeah. like we get it. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, I'll tell you, man. Mike and and Bruce blew the roof off the Hampton Beach Casino in April. I bet and they did. You're talking about an 80 and 81 year old, you know, yeah. playing for two and a half plus hours, and they still yeah. could have played for another two hours. Yeah, yeah. that's. And I say, I really think that obviously we talked about the leadership roles of the Beach Boys. I think it's undisputed that Mike's the front man. It's always been the front man. Yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about, you know, hamburgers and cars and girls and woodies and surf surfboards, it's Mike Love all the time. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen that set? Uh, that's it. Uh, that's Jimmy name? Fallon, right? Jimmy, what? Oh, yeah. with Kevin Bacon singing about the hamburger stand? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm glad. Thanks for reminding it's me of that. so good. Yeah, that's everything. They're <laughs> wearing those uh, Kmart shirts that Murray put them in with the stripes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. look exact. I mean, it's exact. It's it's like a perfect, perfect. I, I love that series he does. But yeah, it's that's really, really great. 
Uh, it's, yeah. it's refreshing to hear you guys have that nuanced take on it because um, the more you get into the mythology and the narratives, you know, you realize like any rock and roll story, um, you know, the, nar the narrator is oftentimes unreliable. So they're going to mm -hmm. they're going to puff themselves up. They're going to say things yeah. are going to make themselves look good. And there's obviously tons of books. I've, I've read a couple mm -hmm. of books about Brian. Um, I forget the name of the one that I read a couple of years ago about him where it talks about Carl trying to goad him to the studio with a sack of hamburgers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard that well, story. Was it hamburgers no, I, 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 maybe, I don't remember hamburgers it. Hamburgers for a song for a hamburger, yeah. That... Oh, Matt, you knew that? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> that might be in that Peter New Ames Carlin. isn't a historian. That Peter Ames Carlin book. David, that's in David Lee's oh, book, yeah. too. He talks about that, yeah. Well, my oh, didn't, didn't Brian that. say, well, Carl, Carl will get me a sack of burgers and cocaine. He was my Coke dealer. He'll get him <laughs> Coke, too. Absolutely. Yeah, if I just do this song, I just sit in the studio, and I do a couple things, you're going to give me some, some hamburgers. Oh, I it's think, yeah. We're going to listen to Be My Baby. I repeat for 20 hours. It's going to be like, wow, man, wow. <laughs> Dude, hit. Okay, so Mike's impressions of the Beach Boys are freaking spot on. Man. I know. I think that was Dennis, though. I don't mean to be the, the snotty history guy, but well, I'm Claire, pretty sure. Dennis Claire, Claire Bear knows, and she says, I yeah. think that was Dennis. By the way, hi, Sandra. Yeah. Uh, hey, Eric. Oh, no, that's that's you. Uh, fire, uh, who else? Taylor's is still here. So, hey, if you're here, say hi. We'd love to love to, love to chat with you. But, um, well, yeah, man. One of the things, uh, to, to your point, um, uh, Mike, was that, like, we say those things on purpose, that we're not historians, we're not musicologists, because what you said, there's so many different stories. There's history. Some of it's true. Some of it's not. Some of it's a myth. And although that stuff's interesting to us, we really yeah. just, we love the music and the music speaks for itself. It doesn't matter sometimes how it got there. I don't care if Mike Love wrote Kokomo, if it's a fun song and it's good, you know, who cares? You know, why does it matter that Brian wasn't involved or whatever? Right. Um, and so I think sometimes that stuff's blown out of proportion. We do talk about that stuff on the show sometimes because it's interesting, but, yeah. but, the reason we started the show was because we're just fans, you know, and, and we're, we like talking to historians and band members and things too uh, of the past and, and get their stories. But at the end of it all, it's, it's putting that music on, you know, and listening to it. And, and it, again, yeah. when that happens, it doesn't matter. They're all the beach boys, yeah. you know, they all have a That's part right. to play. So, yeah. It, yeah, it is all about the music, man. I mean, I love getting into the mechanics and the nitty gritty. Cause I, um, I studied politics, political science and history in college. Oh, cool. So I'm always into that stuff. I, I look at yeah. things forensically with a historical background. Um, I read a really interesting book called uh, Chaos, um, mm -hmm. all about Charles Manson. And they have a, a good oh, chunk crazy. of the chapter devoted to uh, Dennis Wilson, you know, his experiences with Charles Manson in the cult. So, wow. you know, as a music fan, to read that stuff was pretty interesting, too. And, and yeah. I think... Um, Usher, uh, what's his name? Gary, um, Gary Usher. Gar yeah, you got Gary it. Usher is, is part of that, and uh, maybe Terry Melcher. Terry, Terry, didn't Terry Melcher, Melcher co-write yeah. Kokomo with Mike. And, he did. Uh, the, a the bunch guy of from uh, the uh, Mamas and the Papas was it? John yeah. uh, John Phillips. Yeah, yeah. A few a few yeah. of those really fun '80s uh, Beach Boy songs. Actually, you know? there. If you look it up on YouTube, there's actually his version of that. I think it's Terry Melcher or John Phillips, their version of Kokomo. Literally everything on it is the same except Aruba, Jamaica, you know. And so people give Mike a hard time because he does go out and say, I wrote a number one hit without Brian Wilson, but he added Aruba, Jamaica pretty much, you know. And yeah, and again, and a half that's dozen the other hit makers helping him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, and to be, to hook. be, but I mean, 90% of the song was already there, is what I'm saying. You yeah. Know? But, but here, I, I, look, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a Mike or Brian. I'm a, I'm a Carl guy. So I'll always, Ooh. like, if you want to argue about a Beach Boy, I'll argue about Carl. But, Mike and Brian, whatever. So, 
but I, I'm, I'm going to stick up for Mike here in that. Yeah. I think to the normal person, you look at that and say, well, you just wrote, I'm picking up good vibe. Or you just wrote, uh, you know, right. <laughs> or you just, though. you just wrote Aruba. But when you say Aruba, you know exactly what's going on. Right. I no mean, that are. to me, you know that, that baritone's coming from while That's it's, right. while it's literally a very small part of the song, it might be, I think it takes a larger chunk of people's minds and, and and it's I mean it is it is very very catchy it's a very it's a very cool hook so yeah it's he, tough he's to say master. what he's the I want those pet sounds royalties Greg I put the word <laughs> and and I get around <laughs> I'd like to see the mop tops get up there and do two hundred shows a year at the Iowa State Fair yeah. all right I'd like to see Mick Jagger <laughs> yeah. sing I get around <laughs> Mike you, you know? need to do you need to do a a, fa- a YouTube short where you dress up as you're gonna have to shave at each some point one, or something. Each one, but and lose two hundred pounds. But you, you need to have a comp. No, you're good. You well, need to have a comp- depending what era, Brian, you need to gain two hundred pounds. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, when the Blues Brothers took him out on the beach, this is this is that Brian. I mean, there you go. You could be Rob Brian. And, a robe on, yeah. And and maybe MIU Mike with like nineteen nineties Carl. Oh, dude, there you go. Oh, Perfect. Ninety five Carl. Yeah. Um, I was, and then Bob Dylan, after the Mike Love speech, he's like, yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Mike Love for not mentioning my name. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember it. I mean, I remember watching you it. You should yeah. do that, though, Greg, a YouTube short series where he impersonates every Beach Boy. Is that what you were going to say? I love that. I think that'd be a great – you have a conversation about some song or something. You guys are writing a song together, and uh, and you guys are, are talking about it. And uh, and you should you – should, that, that'd be a great bit, Mike. So you – Brian's, like, writing the – Brian's like writing the actual music or something. And then uh, Mike goes, Oh man, uh, what if we put and in between that? <laughs> and then, and then Brian, you know, or something like yeah, something, okay. something funny like that. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You could do a whole, whole bit. Of you that. know when he points, Greg, you know what I'm talking, you know, when he's pointed at you, I know he has. Oh yeah. He yeah. pointed at me during Barbara Ann and I definitely felt some kind of spirit run. Listen, we call it his coochie Mike, right? Like his coochie. Yeah, like coochie, you know, coochie, coochie, coochie. Oh. Yeah. yeah hey, he, He's got a thing, man. He really does. It's dude. His allure is undeniable. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. I hope he keeps doing another twenty years. I hope he's the first '60s rock star to be on stage at hundred doing it, and I believe he will be. I believe yeah, he could he, be. He's not slowing down. Yeah, there's he, no reason why no, it couldn't happen. He, it sure he, seems he's like in good that, shape. But, he felt yeah. pretty healthy and everything. So, so Greg, you said you have not seen um, the Mike Love Bruce Johnston. Outfit? I em- embarrassingly enough, I haven't. Um, you know, I. Uh, yeah, I just we were Matt. Were we gonna go at some point? I don't know. We, mm-hmm. but you've seen Brian Wilson with uh, his band. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And I mean, to be to be honest, I mean, gr- growing up and learning about the Beach Boys, I think a lot of folks gravitate, especially if you're if you have, if you have any sort of music background. I think uh, that shouldn't say that. I don't. Sorry. I'm. Um. I I think anybody that gets into the Beach Boys hardcore, you tend to gravitate towards Brian simply because. Right he is this this mythical creature in the beach boy story mm-hmm. you know that you want to get right. to know you want to learn about especially me cuz i i dove into the smile stuff you know mm-hmm. and uh, there's such a you know there's such a there's such a cool a cool history about that and there's there's an unknown there um, and so yeah i mean i've before doing the show i've always been like a brian guy and like oh, i just want to go see brian but even even that got old really fast man i'm honestly not a concert guy i just I don't know. I it's it's fun to go with friends, I guess, but like like seeing watching Brian look like he's being tortured on stage is not super fun for me. And watching Mike and Bruce 
kind of do be true to your school is not really my thing either. You know, I, I like the music in a, in my own way. There's you know? a cheese factor to the Mike Love thing, and I, I get yeah. that. And and the Brian, like you were saying, Matt, I think, or the creator of it, the guy who wrote all of it. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing that we can still actually go see those guys. But I will say, yeah. I'm with you, Greg. Um, Mike and I saw Brian Wilson with Al Jardine and Blondie, and then his band. Um, I don't know, a month or two ago. Yeah. And they had to wheel Brian out in a wheelchair. He's 80 yeah. years old. I really think I, I felt that's probably the last time I'm ever going to see Brian Wilson live. Yeah. Performing. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I first saw him in 2004 when he was uh, 62. And mm-hmm. then I just saw him a couple months ago as an 80 year old man. Yeah. And there's such a difference between those two like in 2004 brian was still they were strapping the bass on him and he was still yeah i think he was miming or i don't even know if it was turned up or not but he was still able to bop around with a bass and do that to now seeing him wheeled out with a um a wheelchair so it's it tough to see that um so that wasn't lost on me and, and the mike love bruce johnston well he had a walker was, this time eric it was a walker Oh, was it? A, oh, we did see him in a wheelchair. When he had back surgery back in 2018, it was yeah. He was in a Sorry, guys. 2018, they put him out there in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. This time, that he had a walker. But you're right, though, Greg. And, and 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 I could tell it was it was probably very tough for him, and and a hard thing to do. But you get I mean, something he, from both camps mm-hmm. of, yeah. of what is still out there of original Beach Boys. You do, and, and, and Matt and I, Matt and I have talked about this before. When you go, you're 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 not going to. I mean, you know, you're you're listening to a cover band, right? I mean, you're you're in terms of listening and enjoying that side of it. It's like Brian's band's good, you know. They're they're great, actually, you know. But uh, but in terms of an actual Beach Boy, it's just I, I I don't know. I've always just been bummed by the fact that Brian looks even 20 years ago looked disinterested. You know, I mean, I that's my opinion. I mean, whether he was or not, I don't know. Probably not. He probably was way into it. <laughs> but just just like it's awkward to sit there and be like, hey, um. Do you want to be here? Are you like, are you okay? You know, it's like, um, that's it's a tough thing to watch, you know. And I've I just was never into that. Um, you know, we had uh, we had Wyatt, Wyatt, I'm gonna say Thunderbunch, but it's not Thunderbunch, <laughs> Matt, uh, it's uh, Thunderbird, right? Or yeah, Thunderbird, yeah. And he's the he's one of the main guys in the Sail On tribute band. And he said something cool about seeing the guys live. He's like, we were like, do you ever, have you ever met, met the Beach Boys? Have you ever? And he's like, no, I have zero interest in meeting them or seeing them or anything. Like, I want to, I want to remember them the way I currently do, you know. And you know, don't meet your heroes is a very real thing, and I think it applies to going to see them sometimes too. It's like, you know, I want to remember Brian for Pet Sounds and Smile and his harmonies on the Today album, you know, not not looking like he'd rather be everywhere, anywhere else on stage. Seeing him as a young guy in his 20s with that bass man and that Kmart outfit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. His pompadour hair. And yeah, yeah, I hear you on that. Um, Jamie Foxx said that about Ray Charles when he played Ray in the biopic. He said, I met Ray Charles. I got to sing with him and hang with him. But kind of back to your point, like I want to remember think about ray charles as him at the height of his powers yeah mm-hmm. it's i tough. understand the yeah. whole don't meet your heroes thing um but i have to say mostly most of my musical heroes that i have been fortunate enough to meet including brian wilson uh were experiences that i'll never forget and obviously i went into those meetings knowing that you know he has a history of of you know mental illness and drug abuse and issues mm-hmm. his entire life and he was still incredibly gracious and uh 
you know, one show, one show he played at the, Bo the Orpheum in Boston, Massachusetts. And I got to chat with him for a minute after the show. And he was like, how did, uh, how did God only know sound tonight? I was like, Brian, are you kidding me? Like you know, <laughs> the fact that he would ask me, you know, that question. Dude, that's know, awesome. Awesome. That's really yeah, cool. I mean, it, it's like surreal. And then, and then I've met Brian three or four times over the last 18 years. And um, another time that I met him was before a show in Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were taking a photo together. I have to send you guys this photo. It was actually yeah. Jeffrey Foskett who took the photo. Awesome. Cool. And I was next to Brian, and I just had a quick second with him. And I said, Brian, I'm really excited for the show. Um, I hope you guys play Please Let Me Wander. And he, he kind of looks at me and he's like, oh, wow, that's a great song. I was like, I know it's one of my favorites. No way. So, yeah. What, that was, what, how, how, how did that happen? Um, so uh, before we, we went on air, you guys mentioned you had Proben Gregory on uh, yeah. what, last October or something yeah, like super, that. Super and, cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched the whole the whole episode. And, and I've been wanting the podcast with Proben. We actually just haven't been able to put it together. But yeah. Um, I've known Proben, thankfully. I'm very lucky and fortunate to have been personal friends with Proben since 2004. Dang. Um, his, uh, his cousin was a teacher at my high school, and uh, I was just talking to him one day. We were talking about music, and he was like, well, you know, what, what kind of music do you guys like? And I was like, oh, you know, the Beatles, the Moody Blues, the Beach Boys. And he's like, oh, my, my cousin tours with the Beach Boys. I was like, no way. Like, I, you know, you hear stuff from people. You know, uh -huh. he's like, no, really, this is who he is. And and uh, no I'll introduce you guys. So he introduced us to his cousin who was Proben Gregory. And we've been friends ever since. And he <clears throat> he attended. Um, I don't know if he went to King State College. He went to Oberlin. He, oh, he went Oberlin. to Oberlin. That's yeah. right. He's an Ohio but, guy, right? Well, he's a New Hampshire guy. Oh, he, he went is? To, yeah. But I know he went to Oberlin part of his college career. Um, but he grew up around the same area geographically in New Hampshire where I grew up. Um, he actually he lived cool. the next town over from where I grew up in New Hampshire, which is cool. which is a strange, ironic twist of fate. Um, so we started talking with him, and in 2004 he got us uh, backstage passes. You know wow. when, they, when they came to Boston, and it's just been because of Proben Gregory, our, our uh, Beach Boys and Rockstar dreams came true. Damn. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. We owe so much to him. He's, in my opinion, one of the most talented musicians walking the earth and the most humble and generous and friendly and kind yeah. and just, gen you know, you're not going to meet a more genuine person in music no industry ego. than Proben Gregory. No ego. ego. All the talent, no ego. Yeah. And he could, right? That dude plays oh. everything and plays not everything that, at a really high level. The, some of the people he's he's played with and the experiences yeah. that that guy has had. Yeah, He's played with Paul McCartney. He played at Buckingham Palace for the Queen's Jubilee. Yeah. Um, he played the big um, Live Aid show, Mike, right, in 2005 that they did? Brian yeah. Wilson played that? Yeah. In yeah, I think they were in Philly. And yeah. he was but part yeah. of the Resurrection of Smile. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, oh, yeah. You know, him and Dar uh, Darian, uh, well, the Wondermans, because that yeah. was the band. They were called the Wondermans, and that's the band Proben was part of out in the, that scene in L.A., Mike, right? Yeah, I mean, Proben moved out to California, I believe, in the early 80s and just grinded, just just grinded for a long time, was in a bunch of bands, um, you know, had some success out there. I mean, the Wondermints were part of the Austin Powers soundtrack. They were on stage mm. at the MTV mm. uh, Movie Awards with Mike Myers, and Proben's got some great oh, stories. I didn't know that. That's cool. 
Yeah. So he, he I mean, the stories Proben has, I'm like, dude, you got to write a book. He's like, Michael, Michael, you know these stories better than I do. I'm like, well, we need to write We need to like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like we were having beers with him last year uh, at our neighborhood brewery, which was, which is still surreal. Like, Proben's a friend, but it's still like, dude, this guy is like a legend. He's a Complete legit legend. Star. Just, yeah. yeah, you know, he's just so humble. You know, he's so unassuming. Um, That's so cool. You guys, you guys are close with him. He's he's a really sweet guy. He he really is, man. Uh, he he's he's one of my biggest influences musically, and and yeah. uh, it's 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 an honor knowing him. And he's just he's a treasure. Um, but uh, I forget where I was going with my next point. Uh, That's okay. I do this all that we do this all the time. Mm-hmm. We just keep talking. You don't know where it's gonna go. So oh, Matt, so like, we were talking about the Wondermints. I wanted to mention. I just needed to do really briefly. I wanted to bring up uh, Nikki Wonder, Nick Walusko. Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Be- yeah. Beautiful man. And I, I I wanted to tonight point out one of my favorite live parts of seeing Brian Wilson since 2004 is Nikki's guitar line on the song Pet Sounds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, just so memorable and, and always stands out. And um, I'm pretty sure it was Nick in 2004 who told me backstage that one time he saw Brian Wilson signing an autograph for somebody. And, uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, I don't want, I don't want to sign that." And he was like, "Oh, give it to me," and he signed it and he handed it to the guy and he signed, he signed the name Phil Spector. <laughs> no, yep. I want that autograph. That's, That's cool. awesome. Like, tell, exactly. him, tell him, tell him the waiter story. The other one, the other story I heard from one of the band members, which I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you've heard this one. Uh, Brian was at some kind of award ceremony, and uh, there was this guy who came up to his table and just it with an Irish accent. You know, your music has always inspired me. You know, it's 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 just it's great stuff. And, you know, I love you. You're a huge influence. And, you know, Brian kind of looks up at him. You know, the, the, the guy's kind of looks like a waiter. And, and he's just like, can you get me a Coke? And <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure of course. And he, he went and got him a Coke. Turns out that guy was Bono. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, man, where do we did hear that from? Somebody? I've heard that one before. That's a that, great that's a hilarious story. one. So oh good. no way! That's right. I also that's- heard a story that um, he signed uh, he signed something for Don Henley, and I'm gonna get the story. I can't remember totally, but it's uh, he maybe wrote, that's like, that story that Nikki told me where he signed Phil Spector. Well, on this one, he wrote he wrote uh, according to the story, he wrote thanks for the great music, but then he cost crossed out great and wrote good right on the right on the autograph which i don't know if that's true but that's pretty that's yeah. pretty that sounds like something he would do but i've heard know. that one too yeah <laughs> yeah brian's got a lot of really great stories that are really endear well it's one it's once again it's another reason why i think a lot of people gravitate towards brian because he's uh very unassuming and very sweet and it's all it's 100 percent genuine there's yeah. like there's Humble not an guy. ego bone in that guy's body like it you know it's really did you guys watch the Long Promised Road documentary? Yeah, what'd you guys yeah. think? Loved it, man. And yeah. Mike and I will do these lines to each other when he goes into that deli and sees Vanna White. He goes, It's Vanna White, my neighbor. He goes, I was in the band called the Beach Boys. It's Vanna White. And uh, we are, we, we uh, Proven told us one time they were on a flight, and uh, I think it was a commercial flight. Yeah. Over to Europe. And, um, Brian was just sitting next to someone and just said, Hey, you know, um, you, you know, like the beach boys. I'm like, Oh yeah. The beach boys are great. He's like, I was in the beach boys. That's my band. That's my band. That's my band. You know, just stuff like that. But the documentary was, 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 um, it was real. It was really raw actually. 
like when the the interviewer tells Brian yeah. about that guy who passed away, his collaborator yeah. Jack Holland. Yeah. Who's that, Matt? Jack Riley. Yeah. Jack Riley. He's yeah. like Jack Riley died when? Yeah. And you look and that genuinely you're seeing Brian find out about about his passing there in, in real time and it just shows you yeah. how it hits him and then and I do this too. Maybe you guys do too cuz you're big music guys. You associate people with certain songs and certain mm-hmm. music and yeah, times yeah. in your life and experiences. And then he thinks about it and he processes it and he asks him to play a certain song. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's like his only reaction he can he, he can come up with at that moment because he's so yeah. grief stricken and sad to hear about it. Eric, that's such a that's such a good point. And I think people underestimate that, like how eh, it makes you think about him on stage and how is it how is it not torture for him? But like music has that thing and regardless of what kind of music you like. But, yeah, I think there are some songs in my past just personally that I I can't listen to because it, it brings back so vividly that moment or those 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 moments or collection of moments or that person or whatever that it just it's i can't i, ha- I almost have to leave the room you know and it's that powerful now can you imagine being brian wilson who does this at a level that multiply that times 100 million or whatever whatever that is for him and then having to play this music and listen to this music that you know um you know that 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 is so closely connected with all of these people, you know, with Carl, you know, his brother passing, you know, lay down when, burden, you know, when Matt yeah. dies in a few years, it's going to be really sad because I, there are songs with Matt that, that we Yikes. share when I listen to MIU, <laughs> luckily I don't years? listen, like, luckily I don't listen to MIU very often, you know, yeah. so I don't have to worry about that, but you well, know, you what's, know that, a... what's that stupid MIU? So what's the first one? Oh, Man, she's got rhythm. Yep. Rhythm. Awesome. No, but Matt, if you if either of us were to die, I think Beach Boys would be very difficult to listen to. You know? It's yeah. Like, no, I know. And um, there's a scene in that movie too where they they stop at Carl's old house and Brian won't get out of the car. Yeah. You know? and it, so yeah. I kind of I to answer your question though I I I thought it was interesting the documentary, but I just I thought it was sad. It was kind of like Greg was saying, like this is, and I don't mean this maybe the way, but it just seems like he has such a sad existence. You know, like. Yeah. Most of the talk of everything ended up with some sad story or something, you know, and Trinity. like Greg said, and, and then he goes out and has to tour and and conjure up all these old memories he has every time. I think he's certainly a fighter for sure, but he's very strong willed because, um, you know, a lot of people, I don't think they could do what he does. And, you know, and again, it, he doesn't always look happy doing it. But the fact that he's even out there is kind of amazing to me, to be honest with yeah. you. That's what Mike and I always say to each other. It's a miracle. Brian Wilson is alive and with us. And then B, that this guy can go tour as an 80-year-old man. Or, you know, think about yeah. 80-year-olds, you know, in your life. They're, they're in nursing yeah. homes. They're, yeah. they're staying home. They're sleeping. They're, yeah. they're, not, they're not out performing pet sounds in front of 15,000 people. You know, yeah, they're not doing exactly. that. It's, it's very unique. And, and um, right. yeah, when he – there's a video. He, he, he's like, when, when I heard – when I found out that Carl had cancer, I immediately went to the piano and wrote Lay Down Burden. That was yeah. his response to finding out his brother's right. cancer cancer diagnosis he went and wrote one of the most beautiful gripping and amazing songs that i've ever heard lay down burden about his, yeah. his brother yeah and, and you listen to that man and it, it's yeah that's a, that that sometimes is a tough song to listen to so i couldn't yeah. imagine performing it in front of thousands of people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yep yeah tie that into your already 
anxiety of being in front of people and then like you right. know, multiply that times like 80,000 people. It's pretty rough. Right. But, it's, but it's, this music really does. I mean, it, you joke about, you know, your loved one dying and, and uh, you know, we were Irish. So we got that dark Irish humor too. But, um, <laughs> oh yeah. I had my guitarist in my band. I've been playing with uh, Brock since 2008. Um, him and his father actually performed in my room at my dad's uh, service. After oh, wow. Yeah. So that's I, I'm, I, I can talk about it now. No problem. But that was five years ago. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's Man, uh, I can't it is, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's very powerful. So, yeah, if, if I you know, if I slip on a banana peel or something happens to me tomorrow, I would uh, Eric's it's Eric's job to pick. The, he knows what music I want on the playlist. But you better the song that's on lock. Yeah, Beach what, Boys what, are on there. What would be the Beach Boys song, Mike, as we're as we're parading you around town? Yeah. As you put my corpse on the island of a bar, like they did in The Wire, when McNulty pretended that he was dead. You know, the, I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Yeah. It's, it's an Irish thing. The wire, yeah. So you have my corpse. It's been embalmed, so we're we're good. Not to we're be good. too. Yeah. Uh, you can you know pour some alcohol on it. Wow, what Beach Boys song? Man, Surfer Girl would have to be on the list. Um, you get when one. I, Come on, no, my you favorite. Don't, you don't. Bye, bye, bye. You don't get a list, Mike. Come okay. on, you get one. There's right. no playlist. There's only one. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you boys. Over and over I, I'm again, sure. Yeah. I told you this in the chat. My, I think my favorite Beach Boys song of all time is "When I Grow Up to Be a Man." Mm. Oh wow! And I didn't come to that overnight. And uh, yeah, seeing Mike sing that a couple months ago just kind of solidified it for me. So that's cool. Play that one. That's one of my favorites. One. Yeah, <laughs> that's your favorite. It's one of my favorites. It's my favorite on the Today album with all those great songs on the Today album. Uh, when I think Ooh. there's something about that song. It's. Uh, you know the ly lyrically of course but um it's that thing at the end where it sounds happy but what they're saying is won't last forever it's kind of sad it's that brian first mike kind of thing going on you know it's really interesting. 32 so. 33 yeah exactly actually greg could you maybe grace us with a little, a yeah, little play tease? That one, greg. yeah for me for my funeral one it's a tie between please let me wonder and warmth of the sun warmth of the sun yeah oh warmth please let me sun. wonder of course yeah and warmth of the sun guys i got jfk right behind me ah so you know he's oh the look at that he's that's a really that's a really cool JFK picture that's a neat picture yeah yeah I can tell you all about that but yeah worth of the song as you guys know Brian wrote it for John F Kennedy. What, you guys want to hear warmth of the sun or you want to hear uh, what, what do you, you want, want Mike? Should we play when I grow up to be a man Mike? Yeah, whatever yeah either that or warmth of the sun whatever you uh, or please let me wonder all three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Greg. do it all at once Greg. Yeah uh, yeah let's play. Do you do uh, the same things you did when you were. Yeah. Sadly, yes, I still play video games. <laughs> yeah. I still play Doom when I'm on my gaming console at night. 14. <laughs> 15. You better 14. give me the money and make sure 14. that it clears the fright. There you, know? you go. Swipe your debit card. I'll give you a Beach Boys hat autographed. 19. <laughs> 20. 19. You got to go backwards. 13. 12. Yeah. How's it and go, Greg? Well, I dig the same things that turned me on as a kid. Will I look back and say that I wish I hadn't done what I did? When I joke around and still dig no sound. Here we go, Matt. Join. You know who does a really cool cover of that? If you guys haven't watched it, 
Okay, now you're gonna judge me really hard for Backstreet this, Boys. Backstreet Boys do a yeah. killer version of this. Probum was on stage for that. Yeah. No, was it really? How do we yeah, have a, about that? It was at a Music Cares uh, event, I believe. For Brian Wilson was the honoree that year, and they played Red Hot Chili Peppers were on there, I think. Um, John Legend, some people like that. But yeah, uh, the Backstreet Boys singing that is so good. Uh, Dude, it those surprised guys. me. Back in the 90s, Matt and Greg, we couldn't admit that NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were good, but come on, they were good. Oh, they were good and they oh, are I good. Did. I didn't hey, have any I, friends, so it didn't really matter to me. Oh, definitely. I, dude, Millennium, that whole dude, the whole record is absolute fire. No man. strings attached is an awesome record. Oh, dude, dude, get NSYNC. another boyfriend. I want it that way. This What's I promise you. One? Um, uh, no, this uh, I promise you is in sync. I know, I like that. I'm talking about oh. NSYNC. I like that one, yeah. NSYNC's What's name. Like, what? <laughs> Bye bye bye. Know, Come on, man. Yeah, well, there's another one too by NSYNC uh, that I really that I, I really always liked, but couldn't admit. I forget the name of it. But I mean, with the Backstreet Boys one where there it's like a horror uh, Backstreet's back. You guys remember that video? Everybody oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Come on, that was undeniable. Yeah. Mike loves Backstreet. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. Come on. Yeah. So, so good I mean, good uh, pop. Good pop tunes. Yeah. Greg and Matt, you guys have other siblings? Uh no, we don't. <laughs> Just the two of us. It, there's no, I thought you had uh, other we other do. siblings. <laughs> we have no, eight. We, we have nine. Have, there's nine of us total. A, we have a big family. We have we have five sisters and, and two five other brothers. Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we so got a we got a big fans. And now, believe it or no, not, no, no. Well, that, that, that's Gre why that was my lead, and I wanted to know what your siblings think about your obsession because Mike and I have a younger sister, and, and that's our only other sibling. So, are your other siblings obsessed like you are, or not? No, not not at all. I my yeah. my brothers uh, like the Beach Boys occasionally, you know, and, and don't find them like offensive or anything. And I think I would say that about <laughs> all my my siblings. Don't find them offensive. You know, yeah, but they. But they you know, but no, they're not buying their albums and, you know, Feel Flows is coming out. Woo. You know, they're not like that or anything. And I think they, some of them watch our show and stuff sometimes and they enjoy it. But no, Greg and I, this is a thing that Greg and I kind of share as brothers, you know, more than anybody else in the family. It's kind of our bond, you know. Are you the yeah. oldest, Matt? That's beautiful, man. I am not. I'm actually the middle child in our family out of nine. So, how did, yeah. how, Matt, how did you feel 10 years ago when you saw that garage door open up and that's why God made the radio video came on? Just speak uh, to that. The, I you, you know, know what, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Uh, they were in the video for like two seconds. I wait, I weird. wait. Hold on, but, 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 I don't Dude, know. They're wearing so much makeup. Yeah, they, hold they, on, hold they, on. Look, hold the brakes. Like, what are you guys talking like about? They were at the wax museum or something. They opened the thing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look like Charlie you, McCarthy dolls. What are you guys? What are you guys talking about? I don't. That's why God made the radio. Dude, there's a music video. Dude. Yeah, but most of it's like girls on the beach and dudes. I've never seen it. Oh, it's, it's, stock then, foot, it's stock footage of really hot bronze. Yeah, and, and then right at, and and right then right at the Brian's end like, of the song, <laughs> And then right at the end of the song, they open up this this garage, wherever they are, and you yeah, see them. Are, but it's for like five <laughs> seconds. And it's like, who are all these old dudes? <laughs> Matt, <laughs> like, you, you got to send boys. me a link to that or something. Okay, I will. Oh, if you didn't Greg, know who dude, the Beach Boys were, if you saw that, you would think it was very odd, you know? Well, okay. Matt, you might. You're going to be rocked, Matt, Greg. Matt, Matt and I are not the oh the Beach Boys are coming out with something we got to get in line, guys. We're not. I mean, it's see, I know it seems weird because no, we have that. a we have a I Beach Boys talk show, but it's 
it's we're not we are not the camping out and waiting for new release kind of stuff or everything brian eats we want to know we've just never been those guys that was just 20 years ago it all goes back to the the music for us you know it's always been very music based of what we're very interested in you know the smile stuff the live concert even that i'll be i'll be honest with you i i listen to some of the feel flow stuff on youtube but i didn't buy that i think yeah paying that much money for stuff and that era of the beach boys is not my favorite i know on our show we have lots of our friends that watch that is their favorite era they think that's the bet but i'm not i'm I'm not into it that much it was you know I, I could get in trouble for this too but some of the dentist songs on there i just i don't get i think there was a reason they were not released you know and um so like i said greg and i kind of back away from those types of things but even though i think the beach boys are my favorite band they still have some music that is not as interesting to me, you know, and, um, I, I but, that, but that's why Beatles. I got made yeah. the radio. However, uh, I do like that album. I think it's pretty good. I oh, think dude, it's a good record. How good is it? Isn't it time? Isn't it time? Yeah. Class. Isn't it time? Oh, I love that song. And give, Greg and I they, went to the, the 50th anniversary in Cincinnati and they played oh, that. They played, that's why God made the radio. Yeah. They played we, like for three hours. That show we was awesome. Yeah, we weren't able Mike, to make it out to that, but um, yeah. didn't have any money. Isn't, isn't it time? They even gave Al Jardine a line in that. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. uh, kind of everybody. Mike's. You can hear Mike a little bit. Uh, you can hear Bruce in the. Isn't it time? That's Bruce there. And, I was like, Mike, is we girls. Bit, Greg, can we get a little bit. Of, isn't it time? Here's in the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. After it's all been said. After it's all been said. Music's playing it out. Can't forget the feeling of. Magic of the summer, summer love. love. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I want to take you. <laughs> you Do guys want to turn back to me? You guys are like perfectly like three seconds behind me. So it's it sounds delay, like you're singing totally. backup harmonies. Like, <laughs> you're like, Ooh, I want to take you. Ooh, I want to take you. Greg, can awesome. you play the little Please Let Me Wonder? You guys gonna sabotage it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I li- I like it. It works. No, it's uh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Now <laughs> That's a song. He's getting right the feeling there. right now. Oh, please yeah. let me wonder if it will be tears. He sang that at the 50th too. I couldn't believe it. It was awesome too. Man. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, now here we are together. This would have been worth waiting forever. I always knew it feel this way. <laughs> and please forgive my shaking. Can't you tell my heart is breaking? Can't make myself say what I plan to say. Baby, please let me wander. Please let me wander. Please let me Beautiful. Wow. Feel all my goals around, Matt. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, please let Someday me wonder. Greg will surround me. Mike, we got to see Brian do Please Let Me Wonder. We, That's pretty not, awesome. Well, the story I told earlier when I told him that was one of my favorites. Like, uh, what do you say it, to, huh? to, to what do you say to your musical icon here when you meet them? And you're like, 
thought hopefully something nobody said to them before because I've heard everything under the sun. But like too much of an idiot. Brian yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> Brian did play. Please let me wander um, that wow. night. Very cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Last, and that's the, the a neat. Uh, that's a really neat song. It, it kind of shows that I'm getting nerdy now. Sorry, but it kind of shows that oh, um, for progression. You know, from their lyrics, from the surf and cars and sun into yes. something a little bit more introspective. Even that idea, just please let me. Wa- I don't want to know for real. I just want to wonder if, if yeah. you love me and all this stuff. It's kind of a real. It's kind of a neat idea for a song if you think about it. So, right. Well, well, of course, I mean, you guys know I, you love it, but yeah. But I build all my goals around you. That's deep. Yeah, that's, <laughs> deep. that's that's Brian saying I'm going to commit. You know. Yeah. yeah. In his twenties, in his early twenties. Yeah. So yeah, guys, still Fire Pixie, Fire Pixie wants to know if you want to change my mind about the Beach Boys, what songs do you suggest? My mind, my is, mind open. is open. Well, I, I think. Fire Pixie, I think a lot of it depends on what what kind of music you really like, right? So it's like, um, I would like to know what your favorite band is outside of the Beach Boys. Because that I think then you can, that's a good starting point to say, okay, well, if you like that, then you're probably going to like this era of the Beach Boys. I think as we mentioned earlier, the Beach Boys have so many different sounds. I mean, they sounded so different in every three years, it seems like. So you, if you like... You know, heck, if if you like, uh, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, there's a Beach Boys version of that. Right. If you liked, uh, you know, if you like the Beatles, early Beatles, there's a Beach Boys version of that. Right. I think of every it just depends on what you what you're into, you know. So uh, I played in a few bands. I do know my music. I understand the harmonies and whatnot. Love the Mamas and the Papas, but they were just never my jam. Wait, you like the Mamas and the Papas, but you don't like the Beach Boys? Then I would say, I would say you got to listen to Today album and listen to Summer Days. Well, that's like think, Mamas and Papas right there. I think. Well, I was gonna say though, if you think the Beach Boys sound too happy, which I think was in that comment, I would um, I I almost hate to say this because Greg and I kind of fight against this, but I really think you need to listen to Pet Sounds if you like music that's a little bit more melancholy. Um, I, think, I think I think Pet I think Sounds the Today the two, album too. Actually, Caroline, no. The two yeah. albums, but I think the two albums before Pet Sounds and then Pet Sounds, I think is and a then great. Pet Sounds, that would that, fall on that yeah. Mamas and the Papas, uh, like yeah, today, uh, summer Echoes days, in the summer nights and Pet Laurel Canyon kind of sound where you yeah. you know that '65 thing. Claire says Ding Dang or Ding yeah. Dang. That could be. Uh, <laughs> but to me, if if you want a specific song, uh, one of my go tos, if I'm trying to show somebody the Beach Boys or I want to hear, there's really a couple of my play. There's Wouldn't It Be Nice. To me, it's a perfect song. It's got that real dissonance in the beginning. That do, 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 do. It's almost like Brian's mind, you know, and then here we go, you know. Matt, um, what's, can you sing the beginning again real quick? What was it? There's the what at the beginning? Do, 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 yeah, that's do, perfect. Do, yeah, you nail it. Um, uh, Don't Worry Baby uh, of their earlier era stuff uh, is a song. And um, and I think you can't go wrong with California Girls, that song. The, sonically, it's so good. It's got That's like that Beach Boy sound that, um, you know, people try to imitate, you know, and you, when you hear, think of the Beach Boys, that that's where they were at the best in their harmony and all that, in my opinion. So I think those three songs are pretty good ones. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So I think Surf's Up, uh, Caroline No, um, uh, what is it? Don't Don't Cry, Put Your uh, Head on My Shoulder. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Hand, don't, hand don't up. Don't is it hand or head? I, don't talk. It, well, it's don't don't shoulder. talk. Put put your put, put your, your head head yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember the Paul Anka. Put your hand on my shoulder yeah. from 1959 or something. Right. I always confuse right. those two. Yeah. Um, I would say that one. Um, if you're looking for something more maudlin, 
and, and warmth of the sun. Eric was talking about warmth of the sun earlier. Mm-hmm. Mike and Brian went to the That's office um, at Capitol Records song. to write that the day JFK was killed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how much more maudlin and beautiful and profound do you get than that song? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's early Beach Boys too. It's a pretty they get all their harmonies and stuff. It's pretty it's pretty cool. But you know, a lot of people love the the you know the Sunflower Surfs Up era, the early '70s Beach Boys, where you have this really band that's completely lost and have no idea what they want to be or what they want to do. They they lost Brian Wilson, their their musical leader. You know, um, they're not sure what kind of music they what they want to sound like, and so there's a, a just a completely different sound from those albums, and it's really fun to. It's fun to dig into those because they are so different from the surfing USA. I get around, you know, they're they're pretty cool, cool records. Yeah, and the one the one you guys did maybe not last week, maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, was it Beach Boys Today that uh, Please Let Me Wander is off? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Beach Boys Today with with Gabe yeah, that was that was part of that live stream, man. I love that album. I, it's like I think that's the one uh, when I grew up to be a man is on. It's like yeah, the it third is or fourth, yeah. fourth or fifth yeah. track, maybe. Yeah. Um. I'm so young. That song. I mean, yeah. the maturity of that song. You know, like th- that's baby. a cover, right? Yeah, that's it is a cover. cover yeah, uh, "Kiss Me, Baby." You know, there the second side of that is all ballads, and that was kind of neat. The first side was the fast songs. Second side is the ballads, but the ballads on there are "Please Let Me Wonder," "She Knows Me Too Well," "I'm So Young," "Kiss Me, Baby." I mean, they don't. You know, it, it's just one after another. Just awesome, great listening experience. So, those yeah. are some of my favorite Beach Boy songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I. That's it's my, all Brian I, all the time too. There, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, that's my favorite album. I, uh, I tell Greg that I think I can understand and accept that Pet Sounds is probably their best album, but my favorite album is Today. If that makes sense, I just, I just, lo- I love listening to it. I, it's exciting to me. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, pound pound for pound, that is that might be their best album in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, everybody of course says Pet Sounds, and I get that. Yeah. There's an argument and a case to be made for that. Um, and that, what was, what's the one that was more, a little bit more novelty beach boys, beach party or beach boys party that it's supposed party. to be like, mm. you're supposed to pretend that it was recorded live, but we all kind of yeah. know there were some overdubs. Yeah. 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 Is Barbara Ann on that one or what, yeah. what were the ones? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Barbara Ann. Yeah. That's yeah. And in fact, cute. they, they did that record cause um, Brian needed more time to finish pet sounds. So it was kind of like a throwaway record just to give the company and Capital put out Barbara Ann as a single. The Beach Boys didn't even know they were going to do that. And it ended up going to like number two or something like that. It was a big yeah, hit for them. pretty so. crazy. It was that so, bringing that money on still, you know. So Right. So where, where do you guys come down on John Stamos? I know this is a curveball, uh, but like. The I, tie, love, the I love John Stamos. Yeah, it's part of Mike Love's brilliant strategy to tie the Beach Boys into the biggest shows of the 90s. Baywatch, <laughs> yeah. Full House, and Home Improvement. The thing yeah. I respect about um, John Stamos is that he's just a fan like us. And again, he's he's more privileged. The fact that he's an actor, he gets to tour with them and do it. That doesn't bother me that he tours with them. But I just, I like it because he's a, he's a fan. And I say, why not? I don't think he dumbs down the band or cheapens the band. I'm like, it's pretty cool that a guy no, like John dude, Stamos pe- loves the Beach are, Boys. People you know? are dumb. Man, I, I don't okay. understand the hate for him. I'm, I'm His take honest. on Forever and Full House, come on. He, he jet-setted that song in the mainstream. And the fact that he, picked, that he picked Forever, that's a deep cut, you know? Yeah, uh, if, it there's, is. If, there's one th- if there's one thing yep. I really don't like about the Beach Boy community is is it's just, like, I I, I don't know. Every, there's just somebody – some people have so many dumb opinions about stupid stuff. It's like, 
you like the fact that John Stamos is like in, playing with the Beach Boys, like really that bothers you? It's yeah, like, why does that offend anybody? It's you know, weird. I, it's like, I mean, I, I don't know. There's just, I don't know. There's so much, so many politics that my brother and I try and avoid. And j- the whole John Stamos thing is one of them. It's like the dude is, uh, is he's a huge actor, especially in the nineties, but you know, he's, he's a big influencer and he loves the band you love. Like, you know, relax. Like everything's gonna be fine. Like, he, exactly. you know, and, dude, and he, Al Jardine's ponytail coming out of the cap too in that era. Can we talk about that for a second? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Al Jardine's Tiger Beat cute. He is Tiger Beat cute. <laughs> when, I, when I saw uh, Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath, playing with the Mike Love and Bruce Johnson yeah. recently on Instagram, that was everything. Did you, <laughs> yeah. guys, did you guys catch that? Yeah, I've seen that. He's he's performing with them quite a bit now, actually. They did a, a re-recording of Do It Again with Mark McGrath and John right. Stamos and Mike Love. Right. And he was at one of their 4th of July things. Dude, and again, I you know, if I'm, I don't want to watch that, I'm not going to tune in. That doesn't right. interest me that much. I, you know, I get Mark McGrath, yeah. but I don't think it's, um, I don't think, again, I don't get up, get worked up about it. It's like, you know, Mike Love could do what he wants, you know, and whatever. Yeah. Greg, you made a great point there, man. Exactly. Like why, why do you need to get all worked up about this? We don't, we don't need, yeah. we don't need to like be in these factions and we can't enjoy yeah. this or listen to that. And if you don't, if you don't like it, you don't need to make a big deal about it. But yeah, I think it plays to, you mentioned earlier that Mike Love, Mike Love's a showman. He's a front man. He's mm. a presence. And he understood that he's good with culture. He understands culture, and he knew that he knew that uh, Full House millions that was being beamed into the households of millions of people in the '90s. Yep. As was Baywatch, as was mm-hmm. Home Improvement, and, yep. and he knew this was a way to get a whole new generation of Beach Boys fans mm-hmm. yeah. involved, and, and also remind fans from before who were you know at that point were now the parents. Hey, the Beach Boys are still around. We're still doing it. We're pretty cool. So it's it's brilliant. I, I mean, it just it 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 just shows you. It's an example of of uh, Mike Love's, uh, you know, tenacity and brilliance. And you can't you can't knock the guy for the hustle. No, and I and and that's kind of the story all the time, though, right? I mean, even in the '60s and into the '70s with Endless Summer, you know, bringing back the hits. Mike Love has more of a commercial mind, and that's okay. That you know they they feed off one another. His commercial mind and Brian doesn't have he, he in the early days he did he wanted to write hits for radio, but he got tired of that. And he's like, I want to write my music. I want to write art. And Mike's like, Well, wait a minute. We want you know we want to have some hits on the radio. So that's one of the things you're right. Mike Love is very good at is keeping the Beach Boys relevant, you know, and kind of hip. Where Brian doesn't really care about that stuff. He just wants to write music and people can listen to it if they want to. I think is their big difference. Yeah, a really brilliant scene in Love and Mercy was when uh, uh, Paul Dano, as a young Brian Wilson, is trying to show his father Murray some of the newer stuff, the more esoteric, the more, yeah. Yeah. you know, produced type stuff. And he's like, no, you know, Brian, we want to hear about cars. We want to hear about the beach. We want to hear about surfing. And he's yeah, like, yeah. you know, Dad, you don't want to listen to my song? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think he's playing him God Only Knows or something. Yeah, it's God Only Knows. Yeah. And he poo-poos it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I And I don't have an experience. Yeah, Mike, you're uh, – have a band greg you do is there any is there any pressure like that to you know that the mute i guess what i'm asking is is it satisfying to write a song because you wrote it and it's kind of what's inside you or is it is it is it is it more i want people to like it i want it to become famous or is it both things you know that's it i think you're hitting on exactly the answer is yes and it's it's very 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 difficult you run this line of like okay i can make this super commercial sounding 
but I'm going to hate myself for the next few years because I have to listen to it, you know, but then there's the side of, man, I'd like to make a song that is really unique and a different take and something that's uniquely you. And then, then you hate yourself because nobody else likes it. You're like, well, nobody gets this because it's so me, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough. I'm sure Mike, I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, my band Northern stone, we do have a bunch of original songs and, um, a couple of them written by our guitarist and lead singer Brock have resonated with the audience. And they're, they're really great songs. I mean, they're, they're like alternative rock, but, but also kind of pop. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to explain. I can send them to you guys. And we recorded those years ago and we still have people who come to, I mean, we're just in, we're a cover band from New Hampshire. Right. But mm-hmm. we've had some success here in New Hampshire and regionally and the best compliment I think we ever got was when we played one of our original songs and someone came up to us, they were like, wow, I really love that song. Wake up. Who wrote that? And we're like, we did. That's awesome. We, we wrote yeah. that. So yeah, I love that. Like Greg said, I mean, yes, you want people to love you and dig your stuff. Um, you want it to do well. You want it to sell. Um, but I, I think at this point for me, for what I'm putting out, whether it's music or a podcast, if it's original, I have to like it and dig it first and I put it out. And if other people connect to it, then great. Right, if they don't, yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. You yeah, guys that- should you, you two should start a band and you guys should your logo should be like two jacks, like two cards. And you'd be like <laughs> like your name should be like uh Jackman. Like pocket jacks. Pocket jacks <laughs> pocket or jack. uh or a blackjack or like twenty one. I don't know. That'd be that you guys that'd be sick. Jack squared. <laughs> Yeah, guys, be, be your manager, guys. Let's, 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 let's make this happen. Yeah, we're just going to tell people that you're Rivers Cuomo because when I first saw you with that uh, oh, yeah. draft hat, I was like, "Is that Rivers playing the Beach Boys?" <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. When I first saw your podcast, I was like, "Is that Rivers?" And it was yeah, you, Greg. That's, so that, that's what that hat drew me in. But on that Good. point, we I'm talked glad. about Al Jardine earlier. I have to show you guys before I forget about it. Yeah, I mentioned that I was going to bring something, a memento, some really pet sounds. Oh, oh wow! Look at that. 40th anniversary, uh, hand signed by Brian Wilson and Al Jardine. Wow! How cool is that, man? That is awesome. That is really neat. Right like you got that at the Orpheum, right, where we saw them? Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can find where. Yep. So November seventeenth. Oh, That's great. Orpheum Theater. That is neat, Mike. That Mr. is very cool. Mr. Proben Gregory got that. Made sure this happened for me. And, and oh this, man, wow. That's great. This, this poster. Let me give it some scale. I think it's numbered. I think there was only okay. So this run, there was this is seventy-seven out of five hundred and forty made out of these back in two thousand six. Wow, and and signed, which is really and, cool. Right? And signed by Brian yeah. and Al. That's and actually, cool, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show Roadies with uh, what was it, Luke Wilson or Owen? Who's the one with the brown hair? Owen Wilson. Yeah. You know the Wilson Owen. brothers. Or Luke, yeah. So I, ha- <laughs> I think Luke it is Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yeah. They, have, they have a scene with Jackson Brown playing a song. Yeah, this is this is what's behind him. Oh and no way! I told Proben that I said Proben, there's a scene in the show Roadies, and it, and uh, the guy who did Almost Famous, what's his name? Russell, uh, what's that guy's name? Russell Crowe or no, not Russell Crowe. Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. <laughs> Cameron like, Crowe. Gladiator. Cameron Crowe did the series Roadies, but he also did that movie um, Almost Famous, which is an yeah. amazing movie. Uh, Proben knows knows him, and his wife at the time was uh, from the band Heart or from yeah Nancy Wilson from Heart maybe he was married oh, to her. 
Oh, that yeah. crush on so, Nancy Wilson. So man. Proben's like, yeah, I hung out with them one time at a party, and we were the, it was the three of us picking up on the beach after the after the party, picking up all the trash and uh, wow. hanging out and chatting. And that's, that's Proben really for you. I mean, Proben will. I walked into his house one time. He's just doing dishes. I'm like, wow, great <laughs> Proben Gregory doing dishes. You don't have Very a guy weird for thing that. to see. That's <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a guy. He, he also <laughs> grabs his own gear. You ever? You guys notice that scene? Brian Wilson live. How yeah. all the roadies grab all the gear. Proben grabs his grabs his own gear yeah yeah that's cool well you know he's the a, other cool nice thing guy. about that uh that post you have is you have a personal connection to it because um greg and i have gotten some neat stuff through the show i got some of it hanging up there and it's it's more important because it's personal you know you can yeah. go to shows and buy autographs or yep. get them but they, yeah. they don't mean much unless yep. there's a story attached so that's a really cool uh post you got that's awesome yeah. and the billy hinchy stuff that you guys have man that's beautiful the oh, stories yeah. you have about him and, and i think the jacket right yeah, we both and got a jacket. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That from his and sister. That, yeah. To to Matt's point, that stuff is really special just by itself. But um, you know, to be able to chat with Annie and and uh, get to know her pretty well and how how kind she is, that that's that's kind of that's a huge piece of that. You know, that that as well. It's uh, looking at the jacket and knowing it came from somebody like that, and you know, it's just really, really sweet. So yeah, we're, we're very, very lucky, very blessed to have some of the things we Makes do. It, I mean, we like, we like doing the show anyway. And, and we would, we've talked about this. We would do it if we had two viewers, we just love talking about the beach boys, but yeah. But one of the bonuses of it has been getting to know some of these people and meet them. And mm -hmm. you know, some of the things they give us is really cool, but just being, yeah. you know, I, I called Greg the other day and I said, I was just talking to Andy Wilson on the phone, you know, and we're it's like, weird. Yeah. We ever think that would happen. You know so what I mean? Cool. Any, well, yeah, any hitch, you know, and that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. This is, sounds like super braggy. It's really not because but, yeah, once I don't again, mean we're, it like that. I just, it's, it's just like the, the people we get to correspond with is really, really neat. Be, being a Beach Boy fan, right? If you're not a Beach Boy fan, you're like, well, who cares? So who cares? Like, who cares? So, yeah. But yeah. being that we've been Beach Boy fans our whole life, you know, I, I told David Leaf last night, like, I think David Leaf is a huge part of my my childhood and my high school. You know, I mean, that guy was putting out stuff with Capital, And, you know, it's it. these guys are our guys and gals are, are a big part of our lives, you know? And so it's really neat yeah. to get to chat with them and, and learn I, more about, about their lives. It's cool. I mean, when was I had part my, of beautiful dreamer or I wasn't made for these times, he did it. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful yeah. dreamer is his. It, yeah. That's, four, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm you know, sorry, when, Matt. No, that's okay. When I had kind of my, my coming back to the beach boys, it was right when Brian uh, started touring again. And so, I followed his band very closely and that's the thing in the last two years we've gotten to speak with a lot of the band members and yeah. again to me it's just a it's something i never thought i'd get to do and i'm just grateful for it you know and they've all been very nice and generous to come on um yeah. it just shows you them they don't have to come on our little show and do anything you know so it's it's cool that they got to come on and tell their story so that's makes it worth all of it you know well that's how i found you guys man you guys are <laughs> genuine i mean it just radiates it radiates even from you know on on the the internets you know on the internets as uh, George <laughs> yeah, W called the it <laughs> we'll throw, another throwback for you 2004 but um <laughs> the passion and the dedication and how genuine you guys are and, and that's that's why you've built an amazing following and the the fan base and people who also love the beach boys and you know not obviously it's the, the music comes first but it's it's the other yeah. stuff too behind the scenes that people are fascinated yeah about. and i I yeah. can't I can't speak enough about like the chat. So like the that's a huge and Matt and I at yeah. starting the show, the big thing about it is like you guys at live stream is it's not necessarily that we have anything to say. It's more about um 
because we don't most of the time I have nothing intelligent to say. Right. But like being able to chat and getting to know like Claire here, it, Claire is awesome. Like we've gotten to know people, other Beach Boy fans, because remember, this was all this all started during the pandemic. Right. Where and I'm sure I don't know if you guys probably got started. I don't know if you guys got started kind of around that time. But, you know, the live streaming co- thing was kind of blowing up and we're like, well, wait a second, you know, can we reach, can we hang out with other beach boy fans out there and kind of have this nerdy thing on Tuesday nights? And, and that that's the to us more importantly than any guest or anything we do is, is the, the people that join us every Tuesday and making friends and chatting with them. It's, it's, a, it's a cool, cool place to be, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, we're very lucky to, to have, mm-hmm. have a cool, the cool group we do. Yeah, I mean, realizing um, there was other hardcore fans out there that Greg and I weren't alone, you know, in our. our, Yeah, it was really it was eye opening. I mean, I knew there were fans out there, but again, that's another reason we don't we didn't want to have a like a pretentious show where we act like we know everything. We just wanted to be fans. And that's why we make that disclaimer. But it, there are most of the people that watch the show know way more about the Beach Boys than, than Greg and me. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, okay and, though. We don't. Th- that's awesome. That's one of the reasons we love it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We, the vessel. Yeah. You're the vessel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I, we say it all the time, but we, we just have the the technology to to put it on. It, we, you know, and uh, and then we just kind of sit back and let let things happen. You know, let the yeah. chat you know, give their opinions on things. And those, our favorite shows are when we don't have a guest and when we don't have really anything planned where we can just kind of, now we don't have as many people watching, but when we have that, like, you know, we have this core group that joins us no matter what. And we just get to like have fun and talk beach boys. Those are Matt and I, we talk about it all the time. It's just, those are our favorite shows because we just get to get to talk with other beach boy fans and, you know, it's, it's that's a good exactly time. it. Yeah. Mike told me about tonight. Um, you know, I'm usually scheduling political guests and bullshit like that. Yeah. So when are we, we going to talk politics? <laughs> well, the next episode we can, we we're, can do we're not uh, tonight. Well, we, we're talking we can, the politics of Mike Love. We can and talk Brian. how Mike and, Mike and Bruce are the MAGA version of the Beach Boys Dude, and Al Mike and Bruce Brian are hard. They're, right. they're anti-MAGA. But um, yeah, no, Mike told me about you guys. He showed me your show and it was just, it's the passion really comes through, man. And it's two brothers. So I really identified with it because it's, brothers who have a passion who can speak to it and yeah i didn't i didn't plan for tonight i just knew i was going to talk to two awesome guys who knew who love the beach boys who feel it who understand it so i I really appreciate it it's so cool to connect with you guys man i'm real psyched to to know you guys and and i'm looking forward to more stuff in the future well we're flattered to be here guys i mean like i said i don't know why you want to talk to us yeah we love it it's fun it's so cool well this is a convo we'd have if we were waiting in line at the bathroom at a beach boys show you know that's oh yeah. Just, be well, like, okay, here's a guy who's my age. He's he's here, so we're at a level. We're at well, a like level. I said, I, I mean it. You guys, you guys got to come on and co-host one of our shows with us yeah, and, and hang, so out our, hang out with our hang out with our group. Be an honor. Be good. Yeah. Be an honor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, we'll be like, come on, let's cruise. We got. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. You know what? Right, so, he kind of goes up. You know, that is the show that way with you guys doing that. I was gonna say that's so cruising, Greg. Oh, that that would be it. So I think I think if you guys gonna come on, that's cool. But the the thing is, you have Mike. You have to do some of your impressions you got you got to have some some material ready for us like you and greg should should get together and collaborate on the thing the idea he had about the shorts where you do every beach boy impression whatever you want to do i don't really have a dennis or a carl um i've met oh i met al i didn't get to tell that story we've met al i've met al twice and uh i met him back i met him not backstage but kind of the front of the house at the orpheum um and i got a picture with him i'll send it to you guys cool Uh, yeah yeah and then the last time I saw Al, this is really special. I've never told this story publicly. 
Uh, Brian toured in 2015 with Rodriguez. Yeah, I, I remember that, tour. that documentary, yeah. Searching for Sugar Man. Yeah, yeah. So Brian toured with Rodriguez, and Proben hooked us up. He's like, Michael, I've got two tickets if you can make it. It was last minute. I, I was working at a freaking car dealership during the day. And Proben messaged me, Michael, I have two tickets and two backstage passes if you can make it to the Boston what? tonight. I said, Proben, I'm coming and I'm bringing my old man. <laughs> So me and my old man, Tony, may he rest in peace, yeah. drove us down to Boston where he moved after California. So my old man grew up in Boston, really. He spent a couple yeah. years in California, but he grew up in Boston. He knew every street. He knew all everything from the big dig. I mean, he knew how to get around down there. Okay. Like this guy grew, grew up learning how to drive in Boston. Mm. I said, dad, I got two tickets to see Brian Wilson and Rodriguez. What do you think? Backstage passes. He's like, let's go, dude. That's the kind of guy my dad was. Man. So awesome. we hopped in the car. My old man drove us down there to Boston. Proben hooked us up with amazing seats, probably probably first 10 rows center. Wow. And I saw Rodriguez, which that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. Right. Yeah. Like he did I Wonder. You know, he he did the he only released two albums, but he did the songs that we all know from yeah. that documentary Searching for Sugar Man, which was I mean, like Brian touring with Rodriguez and Brian touring with with uh, Jeff Beck. I mean, that's it's, yeah. that's a whole other podcast, right? Yeah, like, it is. <laughs> he with these, he's touring with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I said, T, my dad's name is Tony. I said, T, we're going. So T took us down there, and uh, me and my old man, summer 2015, seven years ago, uh, you know, we see Rodriguez play, and then Brian comes out and does an amazing set. He's with Al. He's with Blondie Chaplin. Mm -hmm. And they just kill it. You know, just an amazing show. Yeah. And then afterwards, we get to go backstage, and I got to meet Blondie, and I got to meet Al again for a second time. Cool. And they were just as cool as you can imagine. I mean, yeah. What 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 a treat! What a privilege! Great just memory. to see them hanging out. I didn't get any. I didn't have a cell phone back then. I didn't have a camera with me. But Al came up and signed a ticket stub for me, and my old man. Oh, Blondie cool. came up and chatted with us. I obviously, hung out with Proben, Nikki Wonder, Darian yeah. was there. You know the the whole band yeah. of that. I mean Nelson yeah. Bragg, like, yeah. It, it's it's a beautiful memory that's seared into my consciousness, and it always will be. Yeah. Um, but Al Al just couldn't have been more kind and sweet and and generous with his time and and just chatting yeah. like a regular person. You know, yeah. like they're just all humble dudes, man. Even Mike Love, like I've met Mike Love two times, and we didn't even get into those stories. Maybe maybe on your show we'll we'll tell the Mike Love and Bruce yes. stories. Well, nice. and you, yeah, and, and yeah. when and, and I, you got to go soon, Greg. I'm sorry, man. Oh, it's yeah, good. You, and when yeah. when when Mike loves talking, you just got to do the Mike Love impression with the. Thank the you. Coochie. I just said, I said, the Mike, coochie. I love you. I, I love you, Mike. And he was like, Thank you. I think I just kept telling him <laughs> that I loved him because I was, I, I just couldn't believe you, the purple. You know, it does were... it does make a difference of being in the camera versus, like this yeah. is this the is pinkies very... are elevated. Yeah, coochie. His his, his purple coochie. Oh, his pinky, that's right. He's Palpatine, <laughs> but it's blue and purple that comes firing out of his. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, don't, I didn't mean to ramble, but that's like a special memory that I have of seeing Brian and Al with Blondie. Um, that's so my, cool. You my old man. Do that with your dad. Yeah. That's, Great memory, yeah. man. Yeah. Really special. Dude, really really special. I'll never forget it. I'll never yeah. forget it. So, well, we're coming up on an hour and 20 plus minutes. So I know, Greg, you got to get going soon. You have some obligations. And, Matt, yeah. um, where can people find you guys? How can they support you? And uh, what do you got coming up down the pipe? 
Yeah, so uh, we we just started our YouTube channel. So we have a YouTube channel, Beach Boys Talk. Um, you know, our big thing is on Facebook, uh, where we have a, a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Um, and then you know we're on Twitch a little bit, but that's pretty much it. You know, on Facebook, join one of the million Beach Boy groups on there, get to know, and then uh, yeah, YouTube and Facebook are. Is that am I am is that right, Matt? Right? That's right. And uh, the Facebook group is is kind of fun. We do we do some polls and just stuff like yeah. that. You know, this day and album. You know, just little things. It's just a little group. But yeah, we're really trying to work on building our our YouTube. It seems like. Greg does all the tech stuff, but it seems like it's more user friendly on his end too. We can do more stuff to be interactive with our chat, which yeah. is kind of the purpose of our show. But, but yeah, just YouTube, uh, Beach Boys Talk, one word, or the Facebook page, and yeah, and everybody's welcome. Especially people that don't even know a lot about the Beach Boys, we welcome you all too to make new yeah. fans. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But guys, seriously, thanks for letting this us come was really, on. This really, is really fun. fun. Really yeah. awesome. So fun. Yeah, Matt, Greg, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, the world needs more joy. We need to speak about the things that bring us happiness and joy. Oh, yeah. And, and, no and the, the Beach Boys music, man, is, is unifying and amazing. So, so cool to connect with you guys, you know, fellow brothers. And I really appreciate both of you taking the time to come on with us. Absolutely. Our Eric, pleasure. Mike, Thank thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Thank we'll you, see guys. You. We'll Thank do you it again. Yeah. <laughs> see you, guys. It's automatic with the... Uh, yeah, we're going to do it again. 